Hello and welcome to IMJDB. I'm your host Jim and together with my wife and Disney princess Nikki we'll be your guide to this week in geek covering the latest in movies and streaming TV shows. So here we are, it's episode 23. We've got 23 episodes uh, done now. So uh, we're going to start with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery which is CW, HBO, HBO Max and Sky and we're talking about Peacemaker. Uh, after last episode's uh, cancellation bloodbath, bloodbath at HBO Max, after WB's acquisition by Discovery, it's good to know that one of this year's best shows, Peacemaker, Season 2, as well as James Gunn's other two secret projects, are safe, as confirmed on Twitter by the man himself recently. That's good. What do you think his secret projects are? These are rumoured to be spin-offs of uh, the Suicide Squad uh, what, movie. movie? Oh. Yeah, um, as was Peacemaker, starring John Cena. Uh, and they've been rumoured to be about a blood sport um, with Idris Elba reprising his role from Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, and also... Um, Sorry, when you said blood sport, I was like, he's going to make a movie about fox hunting? But no, you mean no, blood sport. No, the blood character blood sport, sport. yeah. Played by Idris yeah. Elba from Luther and Thor and lots of other great films. Uh, and also one about checkmates Amanda Waller. You know, the, the lady in the shadowy organisation pulling all the strings... Behind the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so th- those product projects are safe, if uh, if that, that's what they are. That's been rumoured that they are. Uh, now, Constantine. Now, although Janet Coleman gave a great performance recently as Joanna Constantine in uh, Netflix adaptation of Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, HBO Max have confirmed that their version of Constantine is still in development mm. at the streamer. Uh, produced by J.J. Abrams and penned by UK uh, writer Guy Bolton, the limited series is set to run for eight episodes, and although Gangs of London star Sope Dorisu was rumoured to be playing Constantine earlier this year, there's still been no official confirmation from HBO about this. I love Constantine, the character. I actually really like um, Jenna Coleman as Constantine. Yeah, it was a much-needed facelift for the character. It was. Um... I also don't mind the Keanu Reeves version of Constantine. <laughs> the much-derided version of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I quite liked it. I like Matt Ryan's version of Constantine in the short-lived NBC show, where he actually was blonde and from Liverpool. I don't. There we I, go. D- I don't think I watched. <laughs> you did watch it. I did. I don't Honestly, that. we did. Any, but anyway, uh, more Constantine is always a good thing. Uh, and now we're going to talk about Penguin and Black Canary. Oh, I say I can talk about penguins. So that's how cows come home. Well, I'll throw it over to you. Talk you, about penguins. You mean cobbly wobbly wobbly pots? <laughs> I don't do you? mean cobbly wobbly wobbly pots, indeed. Uh, the TV-based spin-off to director Matt Reeves' The Batman movie, uh, which we were kind of lukewarm on. Mm. Um, I think lukewarm's generous. <laughs> we got an hour into it, and we thought, nah. I think I, I, think I would say tepid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, the spin-off, The Penguin, is still in development too, despite shake-ups at the parent company, uh, following Colin Farrell reprising his role as Oswald, Oswald Cobblepot during his rise through Gotham's underworld ranks. Well, from now on, I'm calling Cobbly-Wobbly-Wobbly-Pots. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an improvement. Yeah. Also safe is the Black Canary movie that's uh, focusing on the version of the character that was introduced in The Birds of Prey, or Birds of Prey of the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn, to give it its full title. Uh, played by Lovecraft Country's Journey Smollett. Okay. Um, this project, like the ill-fated Batgirl uh, and Blue Beetle before it, was meant to be a HBO Max original movie, so I'm guessing now it'll be a theatrical release or retooled into a limited series like Peacemaker. We're going to have to watch this space to, under- to find out. Okay. 
Okay. I mean, I'm more interested to watch a Black Canary movie than Anna Cobbly Wobbly Wobbly Pots movie. Yeah, I mean, did we did we even see Colin Farrell as the Penguin in that movie? Did we watch enough of it? It was three hours. It was a three-hour commitment, and we only gave an hour. As I say, tepid. Same as Dune. Again, don't understand why everyone loves it. It's just, it's Star Wars without the cool stuff. <laughs> which means it's sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate sand. <laughs> rough and coarse and gets everywhere. Ah, oh, poor Anakin. Didn't even have Anakin in it, Dune. <laughs> if anyone can explain why Dune was so good to me, please do tell us on our Facebook page, which is... <laughs> Friends of I am JDB. But I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, we couldn't do more than an hour of Dune either. Sorry, Frank Herbert fans. We We just, we just couldn't do it. It's not often I get a movie and I go. Do you I know, mean, Dave I don't Batista was in it and Oscar Isaac and. It was so boring. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. But anyway, uh, now we're going to talk. Stay with WB and talk about Pennyworth. Uh, HBO Max have renewed the show Pennyworth for an upcoming third season. We're also changing the name of the series to the far more explanatory Pennyworth: The Origin of Batman's Butler. <laughs> I was going to say, you kept saying Pennyworth, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. No one knows what it is. Seriously, over here it was buried on Stars Play, uh, a streaming service that I'm not going to pay for because you have to watch it through Amazon or Apple TV, and you're already paying an Amazon or Apple TV subscription, so you don't yeah. want to be paying like four ninety nine on top of that just to watch Pennyworth and a handful of other shows like The Great. Just, just for that. Didn't but, we get the Great on Channel Four anyway? Yeah, the Great eventually does come to Channel Four, but I think it has to air on Stars Play first. Oh, fine, I can wait. Season two of the Great is on, is is on now. Hmm. Um. But but anyway, tell me about this. What Batman's Butler? Yeah, the origin of Bat uh, Batman's Butler. Uh, the best thing I've seen... I've seen I didn't um, realise it was called Pennyworth. The best thing I've seen on Twitter about Pennyworth is Pennyworth must be a laundering scheme because it always gets renewed. No one's ever seen it. You never see DC promote it. It must be a laundering scheme like something out of Breaking Bad. So you're telling me Michael Caine played the butler... Yeah. ...and his name was Pennyworth. Alfred Pennyworth, yeah. that's That's been the character since the, he was created in the 30s. Alfred Pennyworth. It looks like a really cool show, to be fair. Um, following the exploits of Alfred Pennyworth in the Secret Service in the 1930s, starring Jack Bannon oh, and see, singer Paloma Faith as well. See, now my brain is just going, is it going to be like, um, oh, what was it with Mike Myers, Austin Powers? Is it going to be like that style? Like, hey, like Pennyworth <laughs> walking around. The closest thing London. I can compare it to, actually, is uh, Marvel's Agent Carter. It looked like that. So it was that kind of retro... Okay. Well, if it's got pretty costumes and... Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they put a lot, Carter, a lot it, then I'll watch period it. detail. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. So you can find that on streaming service Stars Play in the UK and HBO Max in the United States. Oh, so we'll never watch it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll come to another streaming service one day or maybe we'll buy the DVDs. Who knows? DVDs, you old man. I think the kids are into blue. Was it 4K Blu-rays now? No, it's 4K downloads, Blu-rays. Oh, oh that's right. Because you get to, you get to download and keep, as the adverts now say. <laughs> download and keep. Gosh, that's a Christmas present. It just keeps on giving. <laughs> How do you get? Just, just a what? <laughs> <laughs> I just find that's a really. 
odd advertising <laughs> yes. campaign. I don't, I don't downloading. They sound so proud about it. You could download and keep. Like no. I mean, to be fair, you could download and keep anything if you were not if you're in a grey area. <laughs> but it, but it's like it's the equivalent of saying you know <laughs> buy this and keep it. Like like <laughs> what? Like like surely any transaction that I'm going into a shop and someone's <laughs> someone selling me something that isn't on hire it's like it's like going to the seed market and go oh thank you please pay now you can keep it, your it's, shopping it's like a needless what? term of service that's been added yeah you're hearing more and more on radio ads and tv ads now it's very very strange I'm just old I think and of course people can download and keep our podcast <laughs> That's the title for this week's episode, sorted, downloading key. Uh, I was preferring cobbly wobbly wobbly pots. <laughs> Who knows what all went out. We'll mm. see. Uh, okay, so now we Maybe have to... nine minutes in, Jim. There might be something else in, in the kitten mine so, somewhere. So now we're going to briefly talk about the Joker 2. Electric Boogaloo. No, no, no. You see, the, the actual title is Folie a Deux. Okay. Which roughly translates as Madness for Two. Oh, that's nice. Tea for two. <laughs> for so tea. in the wake of... In... you from us and us when you're ready. me. What was that from? That was an opening credits or some. Tea for two. I think it's from a classic musical. I'm not sure which one, but... No, it was also the opening credit of some kind of... Was it like Birds of a Feather? Why don't you, you Google it and find out? I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. Might... You don't know. <laughs> Anyway, what would you anyway, say? Anyway, since, it was, so, really no, since it was so important, what, where's T for Two from? Is it from a musical? I think it's from an old movie musical, maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh. No, you know, one of the golden age of Hollywood sort of yeah, things. Yeah, Doris Day sung T for Two. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it was a... Um, right. A song on a TV show. <laughs> on a TV show? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. What, T for two and two for T for two? Yeah. Two, yeah. Anyway, shall I carry on with the Joker or uh, while you're finding that, yeah? Yeah, you go Okay, back. right. So in the, way, in the unfortunate wake of Batgirl's cancellation, the sequel to the, inverted commas, standalone Joker movie written, by the hang- written and directed by The Hangover's Todd Phillips has added $150 million extra to its budget. So that says to me they cancelled Batgirl so they can put more money into Joker. Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt you really, really. Oh, no, please do. <laughs> so if anyone remembers the Next of Kin TV show <laughs> with Penelope nope. Keith and William Gaunt. Is it William Gaunt in it? <laughs> uh, I know who Penelope Keith is. I've seen her in other things. Which was a sitcom about a couple um, who were... Uh, who had abandoned was their Penelope early Keith retirement. Good life? <laughs> I think she probably was. It Richard Briers and yeah. yeah. And they started looking after. We're their just talking about ancient media now. You can't you can't download and oh, keep any of this. <laughs> I bet you can. I'm pretty sure. I'm you sure can. on BBC iPlayer there'll be an option sometime to download and keep. Sorry, that was something that just popped in the back of my head. That okay. uh, that was some kind of Sunday afternoon. Anyway, you were talking well, about well, things that are actually relevant. Yeah. Well. So yeah, they've added one hundred and fifty million dollars extra to the Joker's the Joker Two's budget. Isn't that an insane amount of money? Yeah, which they've obviously saved 
from Batgirl and cancelling all these original movies. But did they save it? Oh, I guess and they saved it off the marketing budget. Apparently they've removed 200 episodes of Sesame Street now as a tax write-off. Is that because Big Bird is going to be in the Joker? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Oh, oh my goodness. Is Oscar the Grouch going to pop out of trash cans? <laughs> well, maybe that's who the tea's for. Maybe Mr. Snuffleupagus will dance down the steps. Maybe he will. <laughs> maybe he won't. Oh. But anyway, Joaquin Phoenix uh, from Walking He's playing the Cookie Monster. No, Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> is returning to play Arthur Fleck, the Joker, uh, opposite Lady Gaga. Gaga. Lady Gaga, as um, Big Stephen Toast would say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she might answer to that. You'd have to ask her. I, I, I don't know. Well, it's just weird they've taken off Sesame Street and this coincidentally falls in line with that. I mean, who said the Joker Sesame Street crossover wouldn't work? <laughs> I mean, it's a way to get to appeal to younger fans, surely. So anyway, it's rumoured that Lady Gaga will play a version of Harley Quinn. Oh, not Big Bird. Uh, in this rumoured to be a musical follow-up to the 2019 movie, which will release in late 2023. I do like a musical. Yes, I also like a musical, <laughs> as has been well documented. What songs would be in it? Like, like... It depends who writes it. This is true. Get Lin-Manuel Miranda on that right now. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what's the joke going to sing about? I'm really not happy. I've got no friends. <laughs> I don't. Here I am dancing on the stairs again. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about The Last of Us. Um, uh, excitement is, continues to grow for HBO's adaptation of Naughty Dog's PlayStation games, The Last of Us. As you previously said, the show is going to star The Mandalorian's Pedro Pascal and Game of Thrones' Bella Ramsey as. And also, two pivotal characters from the game, Sam and Henry, have just been cast in the series. Um, played by Lamar Henry from Your Honor and the X-Men Dark Phoenix movie. And Kevon Woodard, um, son of Alfred Woodard, uh, who played uh, Black Mariah in um, Luke Cage. Oh, OK. Uh, it sounds like the details of the two pairs meeting has been changed from the game slightly to keep OG fans on their toes. Also, uh, legendary uh, native actors Graham Greene from Dances with Wolves, next to be seen in Echo, and Elaine Miles from Northern Exposure. Remember the TV show Northern Exposure? Mm, about no. the Mountie? No? Not about the Mountie of his dog. What was that? Yes. <laughs> oh, that? Yes. Oh, yeah, no, I do remember yes, that. Yes, Elaine Miles. Uh, they're going to be, uh, and Graham Greene from Dances with Wolves, obviously. Um, I love that movie. Oscar winner actor, next to be seen in Echo. Um, <clears throat> there's two new characters Marlon and Florence a married couple living alone in the wilderness of Wyoming hmm. so yeah looking forward to The Last of Us when it starts in on Sky in the UK in uh, 2023 okay. the BBC now and we're going to talk about Doctor Who uh, Shooty Gatwell will be filming his first episode as the 14th Doctor starting this November what do you think his TARDIS is going to look like? I, 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 yeah I can't fathom what it, what it will look like all I know is Russell T's back in the helm. Shooty Gatwell is going to be the new Doctor. I'm feeling good about this new iteration. Mm, definitely. Um, so, yeah, he's going to start filming his episodes in November. Uh, and they're going to air in 2024. Oh, it's quite a gap, Yeah, which, when he makes his official debut on the show. Hopefully, we'll get to see him regenerate on screen in a couple of months' time, though. As Jodie Whittaker's 13th Doctor takes her final bow as the character. I hope they do her justice. 
her end. Well, let's hope so. I mean, Ace, my fav- one of my favourite companions from Sylvester McCoy's run as the Doctor when, mm. I, when I was a kid. She is coming back. Uh, self, so, so, Sophie Elred yeah. is coming back as Ace, so I'm really excited about it. I've got a personal vested interest in this one because oh, I used to love me some Ace. Um, there's also a hope that Gatwa could appear in next year's 60th anniversary specials. Um, set to star David Tennant, returning as the fan favourite 10th Doctor, along with Catherine Tate as, uh, as uh, Donna Noble and the late Wolfred, uh, Bern- sorry, Bernard Cribbins as Wolf. Hmm. Wolf. Oh, there so could he did be some as... filming then, did he? They... Yeah, yeah, he was seen on the. He was seen in uh, Bristol and um, Cardiff with uh, Catherine Tate and David Tennant. Oh, bless him. Uh, there could be as many as three specials for Tennant and Co., although this has not been confirmed, but also appearing as Neil Patrick Harris uh, from How I Met Your Mother or Dr. Horrible's Sing Along blog mm. in an, unara- an unannounced role as he was recently spotted filming with Tennant in Bristol. Uh, Shoot Your Gatter was also uh, just wrapped filming on WB's Barbie movie with Margot Robbie oh, and I'm Ryan Gosling. I'm so looking forward to seeing that. The Barbie yeah. movie and Doctor Who, but the Barbie movie comes first, so, you know. Yeah, moving on to NBC, Universal and Peacock now and The Continental. Uh, Keanu Reeves' action epic John Wick is the latest big screen franchise to get a streaming spin-off as the Continental will explore the origins of the hotel slash safe haven for Wick and his assassin Brethren. And it's dog-friendly. It is dog-friendly. Uh, it's going to follow Wick's frenemy, um, Winston Scott, who was portrayed by Lovejoy himself, Ian McShane, in the movies. Uh, but now now be played by Colin Woodall um, from The Flight Attendant, as he navigates the crime-filled underbelly of the hotel scene in the 1970s uh, and is scheduled to stream in 2023... Unless the fourth John Wick movie also drops next year, there could be crossover potential hmm. between the two, like some kind of flashback yeah, leads into the TV show. Well, maybe. I just hope it has plenty of puppets in it. Sony now and The Karate Kid. Uh, with spin-off Cobra Kai starting its fifth season on Netflix next month, the Karate Kid franchise has never been more popular, and perhaps that's what spurred Sony into announcing that a new Karate Kid movie has started development at the studio. The twist this time around is that the kid will be the teacher. Oh. It's not that unoriginal, is it? <laughs> it's not that original. Well, every other Karate Kid movie has had Mr Miyagi in that role. Yeah, but he's dead. Or Jackie Chan playing Mr... I can't remember because that film was <laughs> awful. Did you ever watch it? The Karate Kid with Jaden Smith and, and Jackie Chan? No, I was too busy watching Tea for Two. Yeah, yeah, well, you do you. Um, the new character, Lee, will be a 17-year-old, uh, tough, smart and scrappy English-speaking Chinese boy who finds his life uprooted when his mother moves into New York and he meets a girl and starts training her father in the ways of karate. No, no director is attached yet, but Peter Rabbit screenwriter Rob Lieber oh, is going to pen the script. That'd be interesting. Your mum loves Peter Rabbit, doesn't she? Yeah. Never seen the films myself. Maybe... Uh... Nah, I'm okay. Netflix now and sex education. Uh, incoming new Doctor Who, Shooty Gatwa has confirmed he is going to return to play Eric in the fourth season of Netflix's hit show, Sex Education. Uh, the show star Laser Butterfield as Otis from Hugo and Ender's Game. Um, Emma Mackey from Barbie Movie and Gillian Anderson from The X-Files. And sees Laser Butterfield as the son of a sex therapist who starts his own secret sex education clinic at his school with help from his friend Maeve, played by Emma Mackey, 
Uh, Netflix also recently confirmed that Shit's Creek star Dan Levy will be joining the cast for the new season as new teacher Mr. Malloy. Uh, Levy was incredible with David Rose in Shit's Creek, which ran for, f- ran for five seasons. David, yeah. Uh, oh, put- this is the news I told you about. Yeah, you might have. <laughs> I might have heard it first from you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you made it. Well done. Good Ooh, you. Thanks. Gold cause... star. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> he co-created the show uh, Shit's Creek with his father, Eugene Levy. Flipping uh, love Shit's Creek. And that, that was the ultimate feel-good uh, sitcom, in my opinion. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what Dan Levy brings to sex education. His absolute brilliance. Simply that. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Apple TV now and the Godzilla Monsterverse show. Raw. Uh, Apple's Monsterverse Godzilla vs. Kong TV spin-off is tentatively titled Hourglass and will follow a family's investigation into their connection to a secret monster-centric organisation, Monarch. It's added a few more cast members, including Pachinko star Mari Yamamoto and Mayor of East Town's Joe Tippett. As well as the previously announced Kurt and Wyatt Russell in secret roles, it's going to be directed by One Division's Matt Shackman and uh, with Star Trek Enterprise, Chris Black and Hawkeye's Matt Fraction writing the scripts. Hmm. It's, a, it's an Apple TV show at this point. Apple TV can't do any wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, there's still new Apple TV shows we need to check out that we haven't yeah. got around to yet. Okay, so Disney now and Ironheart. Uh, we talked about cast editions for Ironheart in our late last episode, and I posted the leaked set photos of Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams and Anthony Ramos as Villain the Hood on our Facebook group, Friends of Iron JDB. So go check them out there if you want to see. But this week it's been confirmed that Wentworth actor Zoe Tarakis has joined the cast of Marvel Studios' Disney Plus series. This is a huge casting in terms of on-screen representation, as they are the first ever non-binary and transgender actor to appear in the MCU. Okay. They're all being kept under wraps. But it also seems, and I've done some digging on this one, that RuPaul's Drag Race uh, winner Shay Coulee announced to join the series last uh, uh, two, week, uh, two weeks ago. She may be playing Marvel Comics Shade. Oh. Uh, Shade, a.k.a. Darnell Wade, is a mutant character created for the Uncanny X-Men comics in 2019 and is also Marvel's first ever drag queen superhero. Well, I, for one, am fully on board. Uh, In an instance of ultimate meta, Shade, the character, was inspired by RuPaul Drag Race alumni and hopefully I'll get this right, uh, the Vixen, Monet Monet Exchange, Exchange, uh, Dax Exclamation Point, and yep, you guessed it, Shay Coulee herself. Uh, oh, so it's quite a fairly new character there. 2019, yeah, four, four years. Oh, okay, like okay. <clears throat> uh, Coulee was used as photo reference for Shade the character. Oh, uh, what an honour. Yeah, Darnell Wade has Dark Force powers, allowing her to transport herself and others through the Dark Force dimension, uh, similar to Cloak from Cloak and Dagger. Um, it's important to note, none of this has actually been confirmed by Marvel, but it seems like the perfect character for Shea Coulee to bring to the MCU. And that's the T. Hey. Well, I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I mean, if it's not Shade, I, I, I can't think of anyone else that 
once I found out there was actually a drag queen superhero in Marvel Comics, which I didn't know, uh, created by Cena Grace in 2019, um, yeah, I, I mean, it'd be weird if she wasn't playing that character, right? I guess we'll find out next year when Ironheart starts, or maybe Disney will announce it at D23. Who knows? Or at DragCon. Or, yeah, or, yeah, well, that. Um, cancellation roundup now. Um, obviously, Batgirl. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery famously scrapped Batgirl, the movie. Because uh, they said it was poops. But has told its star, Leslie Grace, from In the Heights, um, that they hoped she could possibly reprise the role in a future DC project some way down the line. Huh. Which just feels like unnecessarily rubbing it into me. I guess they do. I just guess what they've done is they haven't really planned far enough ahead. If you look at Marvel, I mean, how many years ahead have they planned their storylines oh, yeah. and their crossovers? Yeah, it's in years. Depth, it's in depth. They know exactly what they're doing. Yet it seems DC are only sometimes thinking only a couple of years ahead. So it's a bit short-sighted. And they haven't quite got all their their stories together, which is why you get this discombobulated, like it's all discombobulated, isn't it? The only the only the only thing that seems um, that, that works are James Gunn's projects in the DC. That's because James Gunn is good, and he's consistent <laughs> as well. But also, James Gunn gets it because he un- he knew when he did Guardians, Guardians would ro- ro- weave into the Marvel Universe. He can take a B character and turn it into an A character. Or or a C character. He can take a C character and turn it into an A character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DC have got... Let's not forget. DC own all their characters. Every single one of their characters. Yeah, Marvel don't own Spider-Man anymore when the movies are concerned. They don't own... They can't make movies based on the Hulk... Um, because Universal hold the rights to that. Until recently, Universal had the rights to Namor as well, so I'm not quite sure what's shifted there. But, um, yeah. Also in cancellation, um, roundup this week, Strange Adventures, which is a show I didn't even know was in development. <clears throat> but, We've had Strange Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> we have had Strange Adventures. Yeah. I'm sure many like, people have. Like that time we went and looked at caravans and the caravans yeah. looked over... Yeah, a capsizing caravan. That was a, certainly a strange adventure, as yeah, you put it. Yeah, and we ran away. So one of my favourite directors, Kevin Smith, announced that DC's planned anthology series, Strange Adventures, has been axed by Warner Brothers Discovery. The director mentioned his episode would have featured Nicolas Cage as mirror-opposite version of Superman Bizarro and Harrison Ford as Daily Planet publisher Perry White. Um, Tim Burton's Superman Lives movie was penned by Kevin Smith and, and, and would have starred Nicolas Cage. That was also famously scrapped by DC in the early 90s. Oh. So it would have been a nice coda to Kevin Smith's career at DC, but that yeah. didn't happen, unfortunately. Oh, shit. Okay, and that's it for the news this week. So it's time to talk about what you've been watching. TV. We have been watching much TV. We haven't downloaded and kept anything. We haven't downloaded and kept anything. That's quite right. Streaming all the way. So when talking about streaming TV shows, League of a League of Their Own um, is on Amazon. Yeah. And um, we watched all eight episodes. All eight episodes of Amazon's adaptation of the 1992 movie that starred Tom Hanks as coach and Gina Davis, Laurie Petty, and Madonna as female baseball players during World War Two. 
This new version stars Disenchanted's Abby Jacobson, voice Bean in uh, Disenchanted, and the good place uh, Janet herself, Darcy Carden, uh, along with Parks and Rec's Nick Offerman as the coach this time round. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we had we had quite a bit of fun with uh, like, a League of Their Own. Yeah, like I have a lot of love for the original movie. And I think if anybody else has, then that like anybody who enjoys watching, you know, some underdog stories, I think we'll get a lot out of this. You don't need to know the original movie. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that it's more inspired by the movie like, than, than an adaptation of it. Yeah, it's yeah, I would agree. All like, the characters are completely different to what they they've all got different names and everything. They are literally different, different characters, characters yeah. completely. The only similarities <laughs> is. That the movie is called A League of Its Own, the TV show, show is called A League of Its Own, and that they happen to be playing in a team called The Peaches. Yeah. That is pretty much the only similarity. And, like, there's a couple of things which happen in the movie which happens in the TV show. Like, yeah, it's almost like all... they've gone, don't forget this is from the movie. Oh, yeah, there, 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 are, there are lines and callbacks from, yeah. from the movie, definitely. And an actress who pops up who was in the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's right, an, a- an actress from the movie cameos mm-hmm. in the new TV show, yeah. Like, I did really, really enjoy it. I can't, like... I think if you're expecting it to be a TV version of the movie, it's not. No, not, it's not. I was really hoping that... Nick Offerman was going to be in it more. He was great. But again, like, I think... I can't help but feel like this this show had an agenda in the sense of... Like, I don't want to right. spoil it for anybody who's watching it. No, no. But I felt they could have explored more diverse backgrounds of the girls that were in the show and the baseball players. Rather, rather than, than centering on just a few of them. Is that what you're... Talking about because some of them get more attention than others, don't yeah, they? Yeah, like I can't even tell you the names of the, <clears throat> or some of the no, ones no. in the background. Yet the movie kind of made sure that you got at least a vague understanding of each person, and and at the same time, if we were going to concentrate on just a handful of the baseball players, then we should have just concentrated on them fully and gone all in. It felt yeah, a little bit like the, they hadn't quite decided. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say the pacing nearly killed it for me as well. See, I didn't mind that so much because it meant that we were developing some sto- like some characters and understanding. But what what we both said is this missed baseball. Yeah, it needed more baseball. <laughs> baseball show needed more baseball. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, is there a season two coming? Like, if there Who is, knows? <laughs> I hope there is. Would I watch it? Yeah, of course I would. But I imagine it's going to be one of those shows that I'll end up watching maybe on my own because. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the last episode was great. It pulled it back for me a bit, and I really enjoyed it. It was, I mean, it hit its potential in the final episode. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. And I and I think like and you finally got to hear the song that you were. Yeah, yeah, for as yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> it's and, it, and it's and it's that thing of like if you're looking for a bit of a feel good story that you can just take a bit of an easy pace with watching, like a League of Its Own, that. If you want something which is going to be gritty and filled with drama, I say it isn't that. Like, out of, like, five jickies, Jim, what would you give it? Three. you give it a three. See, I would give it maybe... See, I think giving it a four is too many. I yeah. think three and a half is not enough. So I'd be really awkward and say 3.8. What? You can't do that. <laughs> I just did. Oh, God damn it! It's my invent... It's our invented it is our invent- scoring is. system. Yeah, very, very good. Okay, yeah, you pulled rank there. Fair enough. Yeah. But to be fair, I did want to burn through it, so that says something. Yeah, 
yeah, League of Their Own. Um, I I wanted to like it more than I did. Mm. Yeah, like I said, it's just a three out of five for me. Yeah. <laughs> more baseball next time. Yeah, but that's on Amazon. And what else have we been watching, Timothy? We've been watching The Resort. Um, yeah, this has this, been a surprise. Yeah, this one it? was a find. Uh, it's coming from the creator of hit hacker drama Mr. Robot, uh, Sam Esmail, <laughs> and also the writers of excellent time loop comedy movie um, Palm Springs. The resort brings back Palm Springs star Kristen Malotti and pairs her with the awesome William Jackson Harper from The Good Place. Oh, I love him. Um, in this genre-bending murder mystery show which brings to mind Lost as well as Only Murders in the Building. Um... A couple celebrating their 10-year wedding anniversary find an old broken phone in the jungle and craziness ensues with a mystery that's kept us coming back with twists and turns every week. Yeah. We've watched five out of the eight episodes available. It, it's been airing weekly. It's been airing weekly. The yeah, sixth so episode is there, but we've not out. seen episode <laughs> six yet. I'm hoping maybe after this podcast we can watch episode six because I need to know what happens next in this what, show. What were we watching on Sky? Yeah, now TV. Now uh, TV. Now sorry, now TV. Uh, but it's on Peacock on Sky in the UK. It's on NBC streaming service Peacock that you get as a Sky subscriber for free. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I I have really. Nick Offerman was in this too. Nick He's in everything we watch at the moment. I mean, he could have been in League of Their Own more, but I digress. Yeah, like again, the resort doesn't go where you expect it to. No, definitely it's not. It's a nice show that has just. Because you know what I'm like. If we're watching a show that's got a mystery... I'm you can gonna... telegraph it. Yes, I remember when you worked out who the killer in Twin Peaks was. In that halfway through the pilot episode... No, or was it at the start of the second episode? You worked no, out it was who the, the first Was it the first... Halfway through the first episode? I it was in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, maybe it was. In the first 20 minutes of Twin Peaks, uh, Nikki worked out who the murderer was. And first negating the amazing journey I was going to take her on with Twin Peaks. <laughs> but, yeah... Anyway, but anyway, the resort is unpredictable. Yeah, and again, it's got moments which is funny. I mean, if you've seen Palm Springs, you might have more of an idea where this is going because the subject matter can be similar, but not identical, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's got some nice like sci-fi elements to it. Has not sci-fi, yeah, like mysterious moments it's tough to talk about it without spoiling it. <laughs> yeah and i don't want to spoil it because then that way you you need to go on this but journey ex- and watch it it's excellently paced um and they're only little half an hour episodes as well aren't they i think yeah i think the longest is like 33 minutes mm. um just like only murders in the building or most episodes of the mandalorian are like 33 minutes yeah which is really cool and lastly uh this week we've been watching paper girls which is also on amazon mm-hmm I've uh, really been enjoying the, the first six episodes of this new adaptation of Brian K. Vaughan's Image Comics, uh, Paper Girls. Vaughan also created Runaways from Marvel, and Paper Girls certainly shares some of the same DNA. As the show follows four 12-year-old girls, KJ, Erin, Tiff and Mac, as they tackle their own paper rounds and a brewing time travel war in this coming-of-age tale, which also features great performances from Ali Wong, Nate Cordry from uh, For All Mankind, and um, Jason Manzukis. Yeah, he pops up. It's now, great, it's great to see Jason Manzoukas. When every time I see him, I just think I just expect him to have wind chime penis. Yeah, so we've watched six because <laughs> of the good wind chime penis from the Good Place. That's yeah. a Good Place reference. If you haven't watched the Good Place, what are you doing? Every one of these shows have had someone from the Good Place in you it. You need to watch the Good Place. The Good Place is available on Netflix, I think. Oh, that is such a good show. Yeah, watch watch the Good Place. There, Kristen Bell's in it as well. 
In fact, if you do nothing else from our <laughs> podcast, go and watch Don't the watch good the shows place. that you've been watching. Watch The Good Place. If you haven't seen it already, if you have, then, uh, you know, as you were. Yeah. But anyway, Paper Girls. Um, unfairly compared to Stranger Things, I think. The books were written years before Stranger yeah, Things was I, a thing. I, I think that was... That's lazy journalism. I think that was my problem with it, is... Like, I mean, the skies are clearly pink and not red. So there you go. That, that, that comparison falls out the window. So you obviously enjoyed Paper Girls significantly more than I did. I, 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 I don't know, but Paper Girls, sometimes it's one step forward and two steps back sometimes, I think. Like, like when it gets going, it gets going. Like, if they do a second season of it, would I watch it? Nah. I think they've really paired it back from the comics. I've not read the comics, but from what I heard... The comics are much more action oriented, and this is much more of a hangout show. Like it's that thing of like I really am enjoying the young actress, the actors in there, the the actual paper girls themselves. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I all, think I think great. they're really good actors. I think they've got. I mean, some they're, really they're nice twelve chemistry. year old girls. They're yeah. meant to be annoying, right? <laughs> no, they're not annoying. See, I think I think they've kind of got like that nice dynamics between them. Like when like, and I don't mean to. One of them is channeling John Connor from Terminator Two, though. I'm, I'm sorry, she really is, with her yeah, attitude and her but, look. But <laughs> Can't get over that. You know, in the same way that when the Stranger Things guys got together first off, I mean, they were young actors as well. Yeah. And, you know, we saw them develop. I mean, I think it's, it is unfair to kind of try and compare them to that, but they are riding around on bikes and one of them does quite often do things that Dustin would do. But Yeah, know, okay. Yeah, no. coincidence. That's all it is. It, I know. I appreciate it's a coincidence, and I appreciate the source material came out significantly far before Stranger Things. But I kind of, I have a funny relationship with Stranger Things, as you know, that I don't particularly in like feel like I'm like, oh my god, I'm really enjoying this until like, it's on, and, and then, then, then we just binge it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. so I'm looking forward to seeing how this one ends. We've got two more to go. Put it this way, I'm often playing on my on my pat on my Kindle when you're watching this. Wow! Like you play on like, your Kindle a lot though. In my, watching everything, yeah. even Marvel shows, even yeah. She-Hulk. Yeah, in my opinion, She-Hulk was great too. In my opinion, would I rather watch League of Its Own or Paper Girls? I'd rather watch no, League I'd rather of watch Zone. Paper Girls. I'm sorry. There you go. You <laughs> That's see. a good disagree. So that was what we were watching um, this week and um, coming up this week. We have got the long-awaited House of the Dragon, I'm the really Game of Thrones prequel. It's happening on Monday. It's happening tomorrow night. They were talking about it on Radio Four the other day. Yeah, I mean, if you're really, really into it, there's a simulcast two o'clock uh, this morning. If you're listening to this on a Sunday, a what? Two o'clock. What's in the, a simulcast with the with the US uh, simulcast? Oh, I see. Two o'clock. So you in... don't download and keep. <laughs> no, you just you press the button the and time. you hit play at the same time. So basically, House of the Dragon will be available when we wake up tomorrow. It's it's airing at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but we have to be grown ups and get we to work. We do have to go do our jobs. But when we get home, we'll definitely watch House of the Dragon, set two hundred years before the events of Game of Thrones, focusing on the Targaryen family from George R. R. Martin's dragons, classic fantasy yo. novels. Yes, sees the Targaryens at the height of their powers with the most dragons they will ever have. Ray J. Four said there was lots of bottoms in it. Oh well, there you go. You can spoilers. <laughs> That's something for you then, isn't it? Lovely. It's not for me personally. You love saying bottom on, when you see a bottom. Every time on the I screen. see a naked bottom you screen, do, you so do. I say bottom. Yeah, trying to chalk it up, bottom. 
Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so we should do a bottom one. See a former former Doctor Who Matt Smith in this one. We'll get to, probably get to see his, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's one for the mums. <laughs> Uh, Paddy Considine um, and um, Reese Stephens as well. They're, they're in this movie again. Might see all their butts. There you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, House of the Dragon. That House is that is Monday, Monday, August twenty second from two a.m. Uh, on the Sunday morning before onwards. Uh, it will be available on Sky in the UK and Now TV. Hmm. Uh, also, Star Trek Lower Decks. Oh, flipping love it. Is though. back. And I have it on good authority that even though Paramount Plus have launched their annoying uh, take all our toys from Sky and Netflix and go home streaming service, Paramount Plus, we're still getting uh, Star Trek Lower Decks uh, on the 26th of August. First episode is going to be on what? On Amazon. On Amazon still? Yeah. That is such a flippy it's, it's an amazing show. You don't have to like Star Trek to watch it. No, no, no. Nikki's no. not a huge Star Trek fan. Uh, I, I'm a fan of The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, um, Voyager. Um, those, those those three shows, basically. I, I tried Discovery, fell out of love with it, unfortunately. Um, Strange New Worlds looks like it could be good. I only got to see one episode of that. Um, but yeah, anyway, this is co-created by Mike Mahan, who also co-created... Uh, sorry, no, no, this is created by Mike Mahan. He also co-created the Justin Roiland show Solar Opposites that we talked about in our last episode. That is flipping excellent, that show. Yeah, so it's got the same the same DNA as that. The same kind of feel as Solar Opposites and Rick and Morty, but Star Trek. Mean and if you do like... a baby, not a pet. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was an amazing revelation in, in Solar Opposites. But um, but yeah, if you, enjoy, if you enjoy Solar Opposites on Disney Plus or Rick and Morty, um, this, this is the show for you. Um, but if you are a Star Trek fan, you'll, you'll get a little Easter eggs and, and little references that, uh, to the previous shows and movies as well. So that, that's a lot of fun. Really, really, really enjoyed Star Trek Lower Decks. Oh, um, definitely. Jack Quaid from The Boys voices one of the lead characters. Huh. And Tiffany Haddish from uh, the sadly cancelled Space Force um, voices another Mariner. I think she's your favourite, isn't she, Mariner? Yeah. Yeah. Great, great show. And finally... In the Kingdom of the Blind, the one-eyed man is king. C, season three, also starts on Friday, the 26th of August. The Rise of Baba Voss. The Rise of Baba Voss. Jason Momoa in his post-apocalyptic tale about a nation of blind people. It's my favourite show that he's ever done. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, Created by Stephen Knight of Peaky Blinders fame. Oh, okay. Yeah, he created the first season. Uh, second season was uh, Jonathan Tropper, who did Banshee. Um, mm. I'm not quite sure he's showrunning in the third season, but it oh, is yeah. the final season. Well, yeah, it's got. I think it's been epically vast and huge. The and world been building some, has been Yeah, brilliant. and it has had some incredibly big action scenes and all the rest of it. But it does get to the point, and I'm glad they've gone, really how far characters. can you take it? So... So, yeah, I think it's sensible it's the final season, and I think it's going to get messy. Again, yeah, it's the final season, and, um, yeah, I can't say enough good things about C. It's an Apple TV show, need I say more. You need to watch it. If you're not watching C, then why? <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, it's a great Dave Batista was fantastic last season as well. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that, that was a great, great season. Um, so, yeah. That's all we've got time for this week. Um, thanks for listening. 
Yeah, very much so. And if anyone, if we blah, 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 those words blah, blah, didn't blah, come blah. out, did they? But if there's something you're watching that we're not watching, do drop us a message on our Facebook page, which is... Friends of IMJDB. Um, yeah, feel free to post any memes or, or, or trailers that I missed or posters. Pictures of your cats. Pictures of your cats are always welcome, friends pictures of Pictures of your pets. Yeah, any pets. That's all good. Pictures of cute animals you see. Yeah, don't, don't forget to uh, follow us on Spotify or uh, subscribe to us on Apple, T- on, on, on Apple Podcasts. Um, there are also other ways of listening to it, but I can't be bothered to go into it right now. Well, I feel these people are listening to us that found us. Okay, I think it's Radio way. Public, Stitcher and Google Podcasts are also available on those platforms too, if that's your thing. And Carrier Pigeons. <laughs> I don't think we're available on Carrier Pigeons. That's what you think. Okay, so I can't wait to go and watch the result. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to go watch the result now. Yeah, let's go watch the result. Okay. All right, internet. Okay, that's goodbye from me. Bye. And send Send it it to to the the internet. internet.